My name is Melanie Standish. And I'm Tom Yumet. And this is the Hive Mind Escape Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Hive Mind Escape podcast, where we will be talking about our 100th room. (laughs) (laughs) We finally hit 100 rooms after a long quarantine and a lot of looking through our list of places that we've been. Um, We wanted to kind of save it for something that we've been looking forward to or, you know, a a room that wasn't just our run-of-the-mill room. And uh, it just so happened last weekend and this weekend we decided we were going to wipe out all the rooms at Escapade 360 over in Elgin, Illinois. Uh, we've been told about this room by a couple different people, um, but the room that we did was the candy factory at this location. Yeah, and it was a theme that we really hadn't seen before and we were excited to see. And so when we were happening upon it, because we were on the way to... Um, my little cousin's what, second birthday. Second um, birthday, yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh, there's an escape room on the way. And uh, when it was the candy factory and we knew it was about to be our 100th room, we said, you know what, why not? Um, we're not going to be hard hardcore traveling anytime soon due to COVID. And, you know, we might as well stop at something local and something we've heard is really good. And so we decided to make it our 100th room. And I, I don't think we have any regrets there. Do we want to read a description of the room real quick? Sure. Uh, On their website, they have this description. The Muller factory is going under, and its CEO, Carlotta Muller, wants you and your team to help find her great-great-grandfather's candy recipe and restore it to its former glory. Can you do it before she gets there in 60 minutes? They also have uh, a few different little artworks and and a video to watch. Um, And they have a, a disclaimer on here, which I think is pretty interesting, that it says... The Candy Factory is our most challenging room. Although we don't require it, we recommend a minimum of four players. When we were booking the room, I don't, we, I don't think we looked at that or even saw that. I did not see that. <laughs> well, we were on our way, and I think oh, oh we called. That's yeah, why. Yeah, we called and asked them about it. Um, or no, we didn't. We didn't look online at all. We called him. Yeah. Because we, because oh. I remember we were, we were leaving the house and. It was going to be um, a very tight window by the time we got there. That's like right. We, yeah. we, it was like a 5:30 room or something like that, and we were like, the GPS says 5:32, or it was. That's right. Yeah, some we other called time. him because we were running late, um, but he didn't know we had only two people because that morning I think you were looking at um, escape rooms on the way, and it mm-hmm. so happened that we were passing the candy factory and we just booked it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were running late, um, and he gave us some. Uh, Black, is that the word? Uh, for, yeah. For, for, he's like, wait, you're enthusiast? Why are you guys running late to the room? We ended up being on time. Yeah, he told us we um, should know better. <laughs> Which but, we do. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, yeah, we made it on time. It was, uh, the GPS was calculating in traffic and all that stuff. So we ended up getting yeah. pretty good traffic on the way there. But um, all that said, um, the room was challenging. So yeah, we, sure. we came out of it saying that, um, that was the hardest room that's actually challenged us in a very long time. Um, and, like, we don't do it for the ch- – like, well, we always do it for the challenge. But oh, of course. But we don't do it thinking we're ever going to be that close. Um, I, I don't ever go into a room with the thought that we might not get out of this. Yeah, and yeah. And granted, I went into this room thinking nothing of the sort. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he did at the beginning let us know it's very challenging. It's a lot to do and a lot going on. And it's, it's just the two of us, so it would be hard. 
But I was I was pretty confident. And then he dropped the whole, only two other teams of two have ever done this. And I was yeah. like, oh, boy. <laughs> um, until the end. And in the last, like, I think ten minutes, I was just looking at all the things we had to do left. And I was like, crap. We might yeah. not get out yeah. of this. There's Because there just seemed like so much left to do. And when we started having things fall into place, I was looking at the clock, six minutes, we still had more to do, and then we're, we're getting stuff done, and four minutes, three minutes, two minutes, and we hit the one minute mark, and I'm like, oh no, and we finally hit the last part uh, within like the last 45 seconds, but the last part was like a sequence, like something happens that takes time that needs to, it needs to occur. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, oh no, we're going to lose because we have to wait for this thing to do its thing. Yeah. Uh, and um, we ended up smacking the button down at the, what, 26 second mark? Yeah, 26, 24, something like that. But I, so the, the last thing that happens, um, you, I mean, the end goal is to find the candy recipe, right? So there's, there's something that triggers that takes a few minutes and a few seconds to, like, pop up. And so we're running around the room like, is that the last thing? Because we're seconds <laughs> away from losing. I literally opened the door and I was like, um, are we done? Because like, <laughs> I was like, there's nothing else to do. We're not going to escape. Um, but, but we did. And, I, I, like, we obviously knew we had won once that thing, like, rose and we, we yeah. found out. Yeah. No, so with a candy factory theme, this is the first time I've seen this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start with that. But I was really, like, worried that it was going to be, like, everything is Willy Wonka because that's, I mean, when you hear Candy Factory, that's the first yeah. thing you think of. Where when you're doing this room, like, you don't really get any, like, over-the-top Willy Wonka stuff. It's not like you're in a chocolate forest or something like that. It feels like a factory, mm-hmm. but it has still has that fun pizzazz and candy-related stuff in there. So it's, like, it was really cool to see something that I was not expecting because I, you know, I was expecting candy cane trees and and chocolate rivers and stuff like that, like from Willy Wonka. But this was a very refreshing take on a candy factory. It felt more realistic, more based in the real world. And it felt like we were actually trying to help, you know, restore a candy company to their former glory. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what I was expecting when we were told about this room and how you would like do a candy factory in an escape room but my goodness it was so beautiful like it it for the most challenging room i gotta say i'm sure like kids would love the look of it you yeah. know um definitely a challenging room not for children but um, <laughs> but like the look and feel of it was absolutely beautiful and incredible um just so many colors um i guess we could speak generally about the puzzles lots of patterns um yeah it was a very yeah. creative puzzle not a lot of like you need to do math or you mm-hmm. need to, you know, memorize things or, or stuff like that. It was it was all creative puzzles, yeah. which I thought was really fun because, you know, I'm not a huge fan per- usually of these kinds of puzzles because they, I struggle with them. I'm not – I'm more of the logic or the math and stuff like that. So it was really cool to watch you kind of just take this and, like, just – you're running around this entire time. And it was really cool because, you know, that's – Something that we always do, but I, since I'm struggling on the puzzles, I was able to kind of take a step back and kind of just admire you do your work. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, I definitely felt like I had a handle on a lot of the patterns and puzzles in this room. And honestly, the theme, I think, just really excited me. It was just refreshing. And when we talk about we talk about immersion, that's our favorite word. Um, and uh, definitely immersive. Oh, I felt 100%. like I was... I was uh, running through someone's candy factory. And the other thing too, is that there were some surprises we were not expecting. And at this point, 
it's pretty difficult to surprise us because you can like usually see, oh, this is going to pop up into this or mm-hmm. this is going to open here. And it's like, very easy to step back and yeah. see the connections mm-hmm. in a room You can, or like, oh, that's a fake door or, oh, you know, I'm, that yeah. cabinet's going to open when I do that. But this was like, wait, what? When, when, mm-hmm. when some certain things happen and, and it just kind of blows your mind and it's very difficult, like you said, after a hundred escape rooms to surprise us. But this one it was a surprise around every corner. Um, it was really nice because the the owner duo uh, is a husband and wife, and and they put a lot of effort into the design of the puzzles and the design of the room cosmetically. So we were able to um, luckily talk to the owner for a bit about you know how they designed this room and what efforts they took to make it creative, and how they like utilized you know vinyl wrapping on the walls to give it that candy uh, uh, candy factory look and how they created all these different candies and stuff like that which is really really refreshing to see because it's not just your run of the mill I went to Goodwill or I went yeah. to a store or Ikea and bought a bunch of stuff it was they, they actually created a lot of unique specific things you know the Muller candy factory branding was all over the place so it was really yeah. cool yeah yeah that um, was really one of my favorite neat. parts is, is that uh, the owner he 3D printed a lot of the pieces that were in this room, which is really cool because that's a small hobby that I have is 3D printing. So it was like really nice to be able to look and see something like, oh, you know, I know how that was made. And it it was interesting because there were certain things that were 3D printed that I, I didn't even realize were mm-hmm. 3D printed. So it was a really cool thing, uh, you know, to, to be able to see the level of effort that they put into these rooms and then be able to actually chit chat with him and you know say like hey this part of the room amazed me I, you know can you give me a little insight as to how you designed that and hear the wonderful journey that they went on to put to this room together and all the all the lengths they went to to make the, the experience really unique yeah this is this is a place in Illinois and um, they w- worked with a prop maker I believe in like Missouri or something like that and one of the props in the room, which I won't give away any spoilers because I think it's worth actually seeing, but one of the props is absolutely incredible and so whimsical and just such a key element of the game. It's very, very cool. Yeah, it's this big, beautiful machine that does a lot of fun things. I mm-hmm. think that's the yeah. safest way for us to put it. And it's it's something that you can admire while you're doing the puzzles and take a step back and be like, wow, like that's crazy. I would love to know how you put that together because like, that's that skill. So, and that's pretty much exactly how I asked him. Like, can you explain this part to me? Uh, it was really fun because there was at one point we actually got some chocolates to be able yes, to pop in our mouths. Yes, I was just thinking about that. And, yeah, and just while we were in there, case anyone's really cool. wondering, you get candy in the candy factory. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, overall, I, I was really pleased that that was our hundredth room. Um, I would not trade it for anything. N- not at all. And the fact that it was challenging. Had we not made it out, it would have been a little salty. But ha- like the fact that it was so challenging and really like there were a lot of high fivings. Like that was like when you think back to like our best escape room moments, right? I feel like that was definitely one of them because man, we were like, we did it. Oh my god, this like look. Yeah, we rode the escape room high after that for quite a few hours. Mm -hmm. I I definitely would agree that it's it's one of my favorite moments in the art, you know, escape room careers. Um, for teamwork, communication, and then just overall fun. Like yeah. I, 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 it was a extremely fulfilling room. Like I felt like I accomplished something when I got out of that one. Yeah, no, we've been through sure. many rooms where at the end of it, you don't even realize you're done because there's nothing. Like you don't. There's no ultimate goal, so you're like, oh wait, oh the timer stopped. I guess we're done. Yeah. But this one was like, yes, like victory. Yeah. At the yeah. end, we were very, I think very I happy. Yeah. No, we, we jumped and high five. <laughs> we were like, we hugged. It was great. It yeah. was a great time. Um, which really was good for us because we've been looking for 
more rooms and we're slowly branching out. This place is about an hour and 15, hour and mm -hmm. a half uh, from where we live. So we're, we're slowly doing the spiral outwards. And what's nice is the owner was able to point us in the direction of more places in his area that we can go to next. So it was really cool that he's part of this escape room owner community and they're able to, you know, push business to each other and get us into better, uh, better rooms and places that they trust. Um, which was really cool because we were able to chit chat I'm like, oh yeah, we've been to this one, this one, this one, and we were able to swap like escape room stories about like what we liked and what we disliked and places we liked to go to, um, which was really cool for this place because his, his, not only did he show us where we're gonna go to next, you know, he really encouraged us to come back to his and do all the rest of his rooms. So this all the candy factory took place last weekend actually on the fourth of July, mm -hmm. um, and then was it yesterday? Yeah. No, yeah. it was Friday. No, it was Friday. 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 Uh, Friday, we actually went back and cleared out the other three rooms that he had. We, so we did a Da Vinci room, mm -hmm. a Sherlock room, and then a Saving Santa room. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that we've done a couple other Sherlock rooms mm -hmm. before, but this by far was my favorite Sherlock room. Um, just because the puzzles were all unique mm -hmm. and consistent. They... they were on theme and they felt fulfilling. Um, there's been really well done puzzles in the other Sherlock rooms that we've done, but like one or two, yeah, and there's just yeah. like the regular round the bill puzzles, like For sure. put this code here, whatever. The, this room, everything felt really unique and really fun, and it just looked really well done. So I, I would highly recommend doing their Sherlock room as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and the other thing too, um, the only other time we've ever seen this before is uh, at escape artistry time gallery their lobby and their rooms are actually all connected by a theme and so when you walk into the lobby it's actually an airport and it has airport sounds and people moving the um game master who happened to be the owner in this case um wore a pilot um like costume and then they take you to the different places you're going so like uh da vinci was in italy um and yeah, then sherlock was in england yeah. and carrie candy factory was in switzerland, switzerland I, think? I believe yeah, yeah. Saving um, Santa was the North Pole, obviously. And the North Pole, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what's cool is they have like the destination maps painted on the walls. Each door tells you what you know, city or country you're going to. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Added to the experience. So thematically, this place was really good. Uh, their, so their Da Vinci room, I liked too. Um, the only things that I would say about this room is it's it's rather easy. So uh, the group size, mm -hmm. it's a it's a smaller room and it's easier. So your group size would probably have to max out. At most, it's six. Um, mm -hmm. For two people, it was quite easy to do. Um, and it was manageable because we're both very small. So we were able <laughs> to run around that room pretty easily. Uh, four would have been frustrating. I don't think we could have personally done it with six people, but I, I could see six people doing it Yeah, definitely. For sure. And, and then, then... Saving Santa, which was a theme that I don't like. I will admit that, that I'm a, not a Christmas fan. So I think that, that room we did more for your enjoyment and you kind of you you did dominate that room yeah no it was it was a good room definitely um more uh i would say the puzzles weren't kid oriented but the the very theme and feel a lot of pattern recognition and yeah. matching stuff a lot of lo there are also a lot of stuff that kids would be able to do and focus on doing mm -hmm. to let you know other people in their party do the more challenging yeah. things which was something that we actually discussed with the owner what was you know he had parts that he wanted like that tactile puzzle for the kids to yeah, be able to yeah. beat up on and, and uh, um, use their hands to you know kind of solve something using you know 
touch rather than just mental math and mental stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Christmas room was uh, not as challenging as some of the other Christmas rooms that we've done, um, but it was still a pretty solid put together room. Nothing didn't make sense, which I truly appreciate, and mm-hmm. I made sure to let the owner know multiple times that like I really liked that all of the rooms made sense like the puzzles belonged in the rooms you never saw in a da vinci or a sherlock room computers and stuff like that because that wouldn't make any sense or you know you didn't have tiki's in the santa room (laughs) or something crazy like that because you know we've seen some things that are kind of wackadoo and you're like why is that in here yeah um and everything in in all four of their rooms was on point thematically and made sense yeah oh i completely agree overall recommend escapade 360 it was we, we had a great time. Owner's awesome. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. Especially Candy Factory for our 100th room was absolutely amazing. I I just really enjoyed it. Um, that said, any, like, reflections? I mean, it's been 100 rooms, and we've been doing the podcast for six months now or so, right? Seven months. We started Seven months. in the beginning of January. Yeah. Um, Reflection-wise, um, let's see. I mean, I... I think that it's really developed our communications as like a, a couple mm-hmm. and you know as a escape room duo I think we're, we really know what your strengths are we know what my mm-hmm. strengths are so when we come across puzzles that like probably be done faster if you did this we can trade yeah yeah so I think being able to identify each other's strengths and weaknesses is really cool just generally being able to experience really fun rooms with each other was my favorite part of a hundred rooms is mm-hmm. having a good time having a destination and then afterwards being able to just talk about it for an extended period of time i mean there's still rooms that we've we're bringing up a year a year later like that it's remember that one time we had that one puzzle in that one room and oh it, yeah it's just like really cool to be able to reminisce about a hobby that we enjoy so much that we kind of just stumbled into um one day yeah no i i completely agree it's really been so much fun being your escape room partner. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, I think that the next 100 rooms will be even better because I think we're going to push ourselves to do more difficult rooms, mm-hmm. travel more for rooms. Once the world opens back up and we can do more um, destination rooms, yeah. I think that's going to be the next part where we start taking, you know, escape room vacations where like what we did in England where we went and we did 13 rooms there Mm -hmm. and it was some of the best rooms we've ever done so being able to do our research and utilize you know both our our listeners and then the online community for escape rooms being able to take the everybody's recommendations and hopefully they can take our recommendations like for example please go to this place the candy factory is awesome (laughs) um being able to take other people's recommendations and then utilizing that to plan you know weekend trips and vacations um because Hearing what local people around the country and around the world like in their area is really cool. And that's why we did that episode, the top ten in Chicago, five in the city, five out the city. Because it's a very quick way to be able to to say, okay, well, these people like escape rooms. This is what they liked in that area. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably like that since I'm also an enthusiast. So that's why we really like utilizing the Facebook page and then just talking with people in general um, to kind of get ideas on where to go next. Yeah, I've... I've really enjoyed traveling and visiting escape rooms. I find that what has been really neat about some of our trips, and now we haven't done too many trips, but like with England, for example, we talk to the workers there. They give us recommendations in the area. And 
I, I just think it's a really nice way to meet local people who are able to give you local recommendations on what yeah. to do and where to go. So in addition to be able to experience like a great escape room experience, you're also <laughs> you're also trying to, I guess, get exposed to, to the local local scene, I guess. And so yeah. it's just been a really I don't know, a really cool hobby to be a part of. Um, certainly not the cheapest one, but I, I, you know, we always say it's like traveling in escape rooms is, is all we do, and it's a well worth investment <laughs> if we love it so much, that's for sure. Yeah, it's it's nice to be part of a kind of like, feels like a secret underground organization yeah. or like community <laughs> that like not a lot of people know about. I mean, escape rooms are becoming more and more mainstream mm-hmm. by a television and then just by because they're starting to pop up everywhere. But like it, you, it feels really like you're in the secret club of escape room enthusiasts yeah, yeah. when you can be able to talk to somebody and be like, "Hey, I just went and did this room. I recommend it to you," or, or you know, hear about what other people are doing. So that, we love we love hearing recommendations. So if you have any recommendations for your local area, please reach out to us because we would love to visit anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. Um, especially if if it's we're going there for an escape room. Um, what was really cool recently on the page, the Facebook page, I saw somebody reached out saying, hey, I'm just one person, really want to do 13th Gate escape rooms, yeah, yeah. and uh, I will help cover the tickets I want to go do them so bad. And I, I saw that post, and I was like, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. I really wish we were available that weekend, because I know. we would be able to, I would just fly down there just to go and do those rooms. So I think the next time that we're, we have a pocket weekend where we can make it down to Louisiana, and everything is, uh, you know, safe to go down there for us. Um, I would probably do something similar and just kind of extend the invitation out to the community at large and say, hey, you know, we'll help you out if you need, if that'll help you get in the room with us. Yeah, definitely. Get a room, get a good room going. Because I know they require, what, four people to start yeah, those rooms. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, they're that's, so that's one of the bucket list ones of the escape rooms, which we might actually start one of those, an escape room bucket list, the, the big ones we want to yeah, do. Yeah, Because there's some in this country, but there's a lot in other countries that I want to do. I've seen some crazy things. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... It's funny, it's really become such a, a core part of of our life and our hobbies and it's so fun. I I have to comment that um my my birthday was two weeks ago now. I believe um, so, yeah. yeah yes. and uh my coworkers for my birthday signed me my birthday card, and about half of them commented on escape rooms. And one of my bosses actually wrote, "I hope you enjoy whatever room you invo- or voluntarily lock yourself in today." <laughs> and I had to laugh because I feel like like we're the escape room people now. I mean, my yeah. my colleagues at school are always like, "Hey, I'm looking to do an escape room. What do you recommend?" I'm like, "Oh, let me whip up a list." <laughs> <laughs> I think I've shared our list of rooms that we've done with about like four or five people just. Mm-hmm. In the past month because we keep getting asked uh, about recommendations yeah. so it's a really really fun thing that we can be known as those people but also that people value our opinion enough mm-hmm. um, to be able to go and take the list and take our recommendations and you know run with them so we appreciate that yeah definitely a hundred rooms, hundred rooms later, or well, now a hundred and three, maybe since we finished up the, <laughs> the rest of them. But a uh, hundred rooms later, and I think I don't think this hobby's dying for us anytime soon. Not I think at all. We, we love have it way quite too much. a few <laughs> more to do. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for for tuning in. Um, very nostalgic episode, just reflecting on the fact that we've done a hundred rooms. It's so cool. Um, uh, make sure to follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, reach out to us via our website. Um, always happy to talk. Very passionate about escape rooms, clearly. And so, uh, please, please engage with us. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and reach out to us. Reach out to me personally if you want to. Um, you can 
see my Facebook on the my Facebook name <laughs> popping up on the Facebook page all the time, uh, commenting and in, in, in interacting with people. So feel free to reach out to me via messages or whatever if you want to just chit chat about escape rooms. <laughs> uh, I lo- I love talking to uh, one of our one of our listeners, Stephen Webb. I love talking to him. He actually messaged me while we were recording this about uh, <laughs> one of the rooms that he went and did. And uh, he's down in St. Louis at the moment with his family. So I hope one day when, when we're starting our family, that that's something that we do as a family, is yeah, go and do absolutely. escape rooms. So yeah. we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.